Hello and welcome to another episode of 60 Minutes with Soundcheck. I'm Chris and it's been a little while since I've done one, I must admit. Uh, there's been some amazing shows uh, that the other guys have done since the last time I did one. Blimey looking at it, the last time I did one was Magnolia, which was on the 11th of April. Uh, since then, you've had Tina do Simon and Garfunkel, Bridge Over Troubled Water, uh, Dave did a bony M night flight to Venus. Uh, Steve, with his debut podcast, did uh, the Blue Nile uh, hats. Um, there has been interviews with Bernie Marsden, Liv Sin, uh, Tina did an amazing dissection of uh, Queen's album Operation Mind Crime. Uh, Dave did No Sweat with their self-titled ab- uh, album, and um, his latest show, which went up on the 21st of May was uh, the Warriors soundtrack which I thought was amazing I mean they've all been amazing to be quite honest with you but uh, that was particularly um, fantastic I think I think Dave said it himself because of the personal stories that these shows are bringing out in us um, quite unexpectedly I mean don't get me wrong you know you kind of don't go into it thinking oh well I'll talk about that or you know it just kind of happens because I guess it's it's quite natural and you know, when you you're talking to yourself, you you can, well, you can get a word in edgeways. Uh, I guess nobody's going to argue with you, um, and you know, it's 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 just what music does. You know, the music brings out these these stories in us, um, and and that was that was really touching and heartfelt. Uh, what Dave talked about with his dad. So, check out all of those shows. They're fantastic. Um, like Dave said with his. Um, no sweat show this is this the album i'm going to talk about is going to be there's no personal attachment as such uh other than i think it's a really good album and it's uh an album i used to listen to and a band i've i've seen live uh three or four times um but there's no sort of like personal stories as such uh i just thought i'd tell you the dear listener uh, all about them and because uh, they're not, no longer together uh, the band I'm talking about are called Terrorvision. Now, the name um, it sounds scary, but they're they're genuinely not a scary band. You know, not like Slipknot or uh, or, or bands like that. I guess um, you know, or Cradle of Filth, where you kind of know what you're getting yourself in for with uh, with band names like that. But now, Terrorvision. Um, they were originally formed in 1987. Um, they were called the Spoilt Brats. Uh, that's not where I heard them from. I must admit. Um, so the the vocal vocalist is called Tony Wright, um, who, looking at now, I believe he runs a coffee shop in Otley. Um, if you want the address, I've just because I looked it up on Facebook because I was just doing a few like you know kind of bit of research as such, and uh, seeing oh where are the band now? What are they doing? And uh, looking at it, if you ever fancied a coffee and you're in Otley, um, which I'm not sure where that is, uh, it, it, the address is 28 to 30 Gay Lane, which I think is a fucking amazing street or lane. <laughs> um, but if you if you're ever in the the area of um, Otley postcode LS twenty one one BR. Then check it out because I've had a quick look and uh, looks as if that's what they do. They're, it's a coffee shop, a printing service, and um, they're open nine to five. So 
So pop in and say hello to Tony if you're a fan of uh, Terrorvision. Um, Tony's gone on and he's done some solo stuff. I have to admit I've not listened to any of that. Um, I'll get on to sort of Terrorvision in a bit. But the other members of the band uh, were Mark Yates, who was a guitarist, uh, Lee Marklew, who was on bass, and uh, David Ian Shutty Shuttleworth, who was on drums, and he left in 2010. But he was uh, with the band from the start. Um, the the album that I'm going to talk about is uh, called uh, How to Make Friends and Influence People, which came out in 1994. It was their second album. It got to number 18 in the UK, UK album charts. Um, not their most successful album as such, but one that introduced me to the band Terrorvision. Um, I would have been 18 years old when this album came out and I think I've said it before uh, when I did the Stiltskin show that the the kind of music that I started to get into was like rock music and everything you know Metallica Iron Maiden but then as uh, I think I went to my first club when I was 16 17 so the bands that you know were coming out around that time there was a sort of like a bit of a movement of I'll call it Britpop I fucking hate that term but you know what I mean that kind of uh, British pop sort of like rock music uh you know like it it was a bit later on but you know you got like blur oasis ocean color scene you know cast you know all those kind of bands there was a, a actually a, a really sort of like um popular movement for for british pop music uh stroke you know pop rock music i'd call it around that time it just seemed really vibrant there was there were bands um all over the place you know the charts were filled with them which you don't t- t- tend to get so much these days i mean i don't know because i don't listen to modern music as such but around that time there were loads of these type of bands and so it was my friend um uh, well name I, I i don't stay in touch with him very often these days i have to, to say uh but glenn hickman uh my friend from school um my secondary school like you know we uh used to go out together go to a club 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 called the dorchester in wolverhampton if anybody knows wolverhampton would have known that club was amazing for for the type of music that you know i, I then kind of went through a phase of 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 listening to and um it was a huge club massive you know different levels different floors is a bit of a an um uh, what do you call it confession for you it's the first place i ever tried lsd uh and the last place i have to say <laughs> um yeah that's that was an interesting night the first time you know that we went that, i think he was glenn you know glenn was a really nice guy bit of a pisshead i have to say uh still is i think but yeah a proper pisshead and uh, you know it was him who introduced me to a lot of things, but that was one of them. I remember we went to the toilets in the Dorchester, and he said he must have known a guy who knew a guy, and yeah, you know how it goes. And uh, he uh, says, "Oh, we'll try some some LSD." And I was like, "Okay, you know." And I, I, me being me at that point in my life, I was eighteen, went along with it, and um, we tried it. And it, I'm not encouraging people to try drugs, but um, it was like uh, a little piece of paper which you put on your tongue and um you know nothing happened for half an hour or so i don't know i, I lost track of time and um oh god i haven't thought about this for years and so anyway we uh we we you know went back to him and said have you got any more because obviously 
it wasn't working, or so we thought. So we thought, we'll have to try a bit more, because it's like alcohol, isn't it? You know, the more you, t- you know, the more you have, the more pissed you get, or the, the higher the high is, or whatever the fuck, I don't know. So we had another tab. Um, the next thing I know is we are on the dance floor laughing like fucking idiots at each other, just uncontrollably just laughing at each other and um, it seemed like each song lasted for an hour at least you know we were there I remember staring at my hands and sort of like as my hands were moving there was a a few seconds delay and the colours were amazing it was like the most amazing you know colourful funny hilarious experience I think I remember I think we walked home um, laughing like fucking idiots and he stayed at my house and what I didn't find out until the following day was I knew he'd gone to the toilet now the thing with LSD is what my, my brief experience of it was that uh, you can't sleep it keeps you awake so we were awake all fucking night I think we watched like Return of the Jedi and Star Wars and all sorts uh, God knows what my mum and dad must have thought because they were in the bedroom next to us Um I think at one point he tried to jump out my bedroom window. I think, I think he didn't. Like I said, this is what I found out the next day. Uh, he flushed his boxer shorts down my toilet um, for some reason. I'm not quite sure why. But then the next, like you know, thing. Like I said, we were awake all night, and then we just crashed. And then we woke up in the afternoon, and our eyes were like saucers. You know, we looking in the mirror, thinking, "Fuck." And uh, the next day, you know, it was just like really spaced out and trippy. Anyway, uh, he went off to university in Nottingham. And I I then thought, I'll try some, because I knew this guy at that point. And I was on my own and I was pissed off. And the thing is about LSD is that it's kind of like, I think, alcohol or any kind of drug. If you're in a good mood, you're going to have a good time. If you're in a bad mood, you're going to have a bad time. And at this point in time, I was in a bad mood. I'd just broken up with my girlfriend. And so I tried some uh, and walked home. It was raining. And that whole evening, I stared at myself in the mirror. I mean, it could have been for minutes for all I know, but it felt like hours. And I thought horns were growing out of my head because I'd got long hair at the time. My hair was long and it was all messed up because of the rain. And yeah, I thought horns were growing out of my head. So yeah, don't try drugs, kids. It's not a good thing you know necessarily but I mean I wouldn't tell people what to do it's up to them but um, I've had good and bad experiences with um, my brief foray into into drugs so I wouldn't necessarily recommend it and now being a father if my daughter ever did anything like that I'd fucking slap her stupid <laughs> so um, but anyway television I did say that I wasn't necessarily going to talk about any stories but um, I don't know where that came from but yeah television was one of the bands that Glenn got me into and uh, I remember we went to see them live in Wolverhampton uh, probably two or three times at the Civic and uh, once in Birmingham which was by the Aston Villa football ground I remember because oh that was an amazing night it's amazing how you can think about these things I mean I'm 41 in a couple of months um, and I haven't thought about this for a long time so I must have been 18 uh, and that was amazing because we went to the pub, got a bit pissed up, went to see television in Birmingham, got a bit more pissed up, had a great time, 
I can't remember who picked us up, whether it was my parents or his parents or somebody picked us up, um, took us back into Wolverhampton. We went to the Dorchester and fucking danced our asses off until two o'clock in the morning. Um, yeah, amazing night. And I think I even got off with somebody. So that's how amazing that night was. And that's how long ago it was. I can actually remember it was. So it must, must have been a good one. Um, but yeah, television. Um, the, the thing with this album, um, I think this was the first album I bought. I then the first that I then bought um, Formaldehyde, which was their first album, which was released in 1993. Um, which is a good album. Uh, there's a lot of like, uh, oh, what would I call them? Sort of uh, samples from like RoboCop and films and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And there, it's a good album. Uh, probably the biggest single from that was My House. Um, but How to Make Friends and Influence People, '94, and then Regular Urban Survivors in 1996, which was the the highest chart position for that particular album. That got to number 18. So, and then after that, they released an album in 1998. Um, called Shaving Peaches which I have to say I didn't buy I kind of fell off the television bandwagon I guess by that time after uh, regular urban survivors um, and then in 2001 called Good To Go which uh, you know charting positions um, Shaving Peaches got to 34 Good To Go got to 48 and then um, they released a couple of bits and pieces but they, they only came out when they did farewell tours that kind of thing but yeah, I love television, and and because the um, the lead singer Tony Wright, um, I don't whether it was just a, a one-off or if he did it as a bit of a trademark. I don't think it was a trademark. He wore some tartan trousers, and because I guess what I wore, I went out and bought some fucking tartan trousers, didn't I? Um, and at that point, I was I've been eighteen. God, I had a purple velvet jacket. Oh wow! And I remember going to a work's Christmas do and wearing it and getting a bit pissed up and I was with the work people and it was a posh golf club kind of place and um, got got a bit leery uh, obviously because I was drunk and I was an idiot and um, sort of being asked to leave and I remember saying I'd, oh, I've been thrown out to better places like th- than this uh, I hadn't, I really hadn't because I'd, I'd never been thrown out of a pub or a place ever before but you know it kind of sounded good at the time um but yeah in terms of singles the they had some chart success um particularly with uh, uh how to make friends and influence people um let's just see one two three four five of their singles got into the um the top 20 and i'll go through the, the singles in a bit so yeah they had some chart success um People, I mean, may know them from one of the, the well, the song got to number two, uh, and it's called Tequila. Um, now, I've at that point I kind of fallen off the te- like I said the television bandwagon because that came out in '99. I have heard it, and I fucking can't stand it. If I'm honest with you, I, it's I think it's a shit song. Um, so sorry, television. I, you know. I, I love the early stuff. I love the first three albums, uh, particularly the one I'm going to talk about. But um, yeah, I kind of just wasn't interested in television at that point. But anyway, um, the one thing I'd say about um, How to Make Friends and Influence People is that each song is about 
three minutes long and it never gets its chance to outstay its welcome there's 13 tracks the last track is 15 minutes long but the actual song is probably only about three minutes um so there's like some hidden shit on there so it's a really um you know for the amount of tracks on there quite quick uh poppy album the best way i can describe terrorvision the the style the music is sort of like a poppy rock um where you 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 can't help but tap your feet it's not like early metallica rock or you know what i mean those type of bands um but it's not like blur or, or oasis kind of like rock guitar based music either it's sort of a bit, bit more in the middle if if that makes sense um you know but i think the thing about the 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 uh the band that i liked was that it was like i said you got seen them live that you know was amazing they were an amazing live band i have to say but the songs actually the some of the lyrics are quite clever quite catchy i mean you know it's they this album in particular has got some really catchy stuff on it um and it's uh it's quite melodic as well you know um and yeah i i just kind of what i was thinking of when i was ch- ch- deciding what to do what you know what what album i'm going to pick uh, originally i was going to uh, do a moby album and uh i thought i've had a bit of a shit few weeks as people know and i'm not going to bang on about that but uh, yeah it's been a bit of a shitty time so i thought what what music would i pick to cheer me up you know what would i stick on that i haven't heard for ages that would um would would make me happy and cheer me up and i thought television you know um i used to love television listening to them it would get me going get me in the mood be great for a night out that kind of thing great live band and this is one of my favorite albums so thought let's check it out I haven't listened to this album for probably a good 15 years maybe 10 15 years so it was perfect opportunity to to try it out so um first track is called alice what's the matter and it, you know what what can i say it's a really kind of just no nonsense catchy tune uh kicks the album off you know um just kind of when you it, you hear it it's yeah it 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 just it gets you going it it's kind of introduces you ter- to television um you know th- th- this is it just starts off pretty high um this this song charted at n- number 24 it was one of the singles that they released um not the best song for me on the album but still i think it's it's a cracking song you know um track 2 oblivion now people will, if they know television will probably know this as one of their you know uh, key songs shall we say um because it was it was always a song that would get us up off you know and on the dance floor um and i think listening to it now it's either going to be one of those songs that you either love it or you hate it because it's sort of like a ooh ba 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 ooh i'm taking a hint from tina here singing ooh ba 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 ooh and and you know it's got the guitars and everything and it's got that but it's got that kind of running through it it's definitely an upbeat song and it's catchy as hell and uh there's bits where he kind of tony's um he's got this this thing where there's a, a couple of songs where 
it's almost like he's doing a tongue twister and he's like singing the lyrics really fast and this has got a bit of that in it so it kind of gets you into that but yeah this was one of their songs that that got into the charts and uh where did it get to number 21 so yeah and, and it was always one of the songs that we loved listening to um that would get us going um track three is called stop the bus again my notes read toe tapping and head head bopping bobbing bopping whatever you want to call it uh it yeah it, it's um it's a good song and it just throughout this album i was tapping my feet you know i was sat down making notes and i was just tapping my feet and so it kind of carries on that theme um track four is called discotech wreck and with there's no hanging about there's no sort of like stop between stop the bus and discotech wreck it just goes straight into it and i think this is a brilliant poppy rock song which i've always loved and haven't heard it for a long time but it's no surprise to me that it's still quite possibly my favorite my joint favorite song on the album um and it just gives it, it you know if you listen to one song if i'd say listen to one song to give you some indication about what television are all about then discotech wreck is it because you know it's just got everything in it that that kind of sums them up that kind of upbeat um you know kind of good lyrics tapping your toes uh just a great great song so uh this is going to be the first song that we're going to listen to and it is discotech wreck by television <laughs>
so I'm glad you uh, listened to that I hope you enjoyed it um, I, I yeah I think it's a great song um, track 5 is called Middleman now this again is uh, a song that they had in the charts got to number 25 and this is I suppose as close uh, as you're going to get to like an anthem um, for them it's got a really catchy chorus and uh, it's one of my favourite Terrorvision songs you know out of all the songs that they've done it's it's one of my favourites I love singing along to it um, you know so far throughout the album we've had fast poppy rock and now this is more like a pop song kind of thing that you know it, it's obvious that this would be a single because it just sounds like a single you know what I mean it's single material through and through um, it's a it's a cracking song um, and it will feature at the end of the show so I hope you stick around for that so but yeah Middleman I mean Disco Tech Wreck and Middleman two songs right next to each other and they are probably my two favourite songs on this album uh, track six is called Still the Rhythm uh, which is a fantastic song um, you know kind of it just basically to me is all about um, whatever shit happens in life um, that that life's going to go on kind of thing you know but it's it's got um, it's got clever lyrics um, sort of you know just the way it kind of goes through and I would recommend that you just listen give, you know check it out and listen to it um, it's not going to feature on, on this album uh, soundcheck show but yeah give that one a go because it's, it's it is a good song uh, track 7 is called 10 Shades of Grey um we're kind of going into a bit more slower territory now. It's sort of, there's a big change in pace. It's got very laid back style. Um, you know, it's sort of like very lazy. You know, the way the guitar and the sound and everything else. Um, yeah, I like it. It's a really cool song. I do like it. I have to say. Um, track eight is called "Stab in the Back." Um, this is the longest song on the album uh, at four minutes and fifty one. And it's sort of a bit of a halfway house between like poppy rock and and it's a bit slower than a lot of the, the you know more opening songs. It's got a catchy chorus, but I have to say it's not necessarily my favourite song on the album. Um, it's okay. Uh, track nine is uh, pretend best friend, and that we're sort of like we're, we're back now. You know what I mean? This is the we're back into sort of like the the, the fast stuff. And again, this got to number twenty five in the charts, the UK charts. Um, this is where Tony kind of demonstrates he's like he's doing his tongue twister uh, singing because if you hear it, it's all like you know um, it doesn't actually sound like that, but you know what I mean. It's kind of that's kind of what he sounds like. It's got a fantastically catchy chorus, um, but I have to say, listening back to it, and it kind of reminded me that I love half of the song, well probably three quarters of the song. I really love. Um, I love the poppy stuff. I love the catchy chorus stuff. But then there's bits where the song just absolutely changes tack altogether, and it's a bit schizophrenic because it's fast and poppy. Then it switches to almost like almost like this this loungy lounge lizard swing tune um, before it kicks off again. And I don't think I I don't think I ever liked that transition, and I kind of don't like it now. If that makes sense, I think if you if you've heard the song, you may like it, you know. But if you if you ever do, you know, go to YouTube and check out the video, I think it probably suits the video more than it suits the album. If that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I, I don't like this when 
when it slows down i think it kind of it messes with the song um so but yeah you know um track 10 is called time of the signs uh again more poppy rock not my favorite song on the album but it's not bad it's definitely toe tapping um track 11 uh what the doctor ordered which is a, a cool song it's a no-nonsense rock song with again tony wright doing more tongue twister lyrics uh when he sings them it's a great rock song and it's two minutes and 18 seconds uh so it's it just there's no nonsense get to the point fantastic um track 12 is called some people say and uh this is probably the only slow like to the point where it's like kind of downbeat uh song on the album um there's no love songs or anything else like you know what i mean like ballads but this is kind of like a you know looking at the lyrics and listening to what he has to say basically that everybody's got a fucking opinion about you um and some people think one thing and some people think another but you know basically who gives a fuck what people think that kind of thing so uh it's the the lyrics to me are very clever and quite heartfelt and also there's uh like sort of use of classical string instrument whether it's a violin or you know cello that kind of thing um but it it, it does give the song an edge i have to say i do like it uh and it got to number uh, 22 uh, in the uk charts in 1995 um so yeah i do like it i think there was a version of it if i remember rightly now where on the album you get the uh the classical string stuff and then when they released it as a single that was missing and i think the song was worse for it i think it ben- it be- it benefited it having that on it because it just give it gave it that i don't know it kind of like just elevated it a little bit you know from just a you know i suppose a general song i i do like it when songs do that when it works well uh, when they had like classical music on top of it uh like I say rock uh, I, I think it just I don't know. It kind of it adds a bit more colour to the song, um, and then finally, track thirteen. Uh, what makes you tick? It's a bit of a mishmash of styles. It's a bit of rhythm and blues. Um, you know, it's again more sort of like rocky, poppy stuff. Um, and what I do love about it is that it ends with a woman and Tony singing the same lyrics that kicked off with Alice. What's the matter? So as this song finishes then starts off with uh, it could instantly go into Alice what's the matter because the the, the way that the, the song finishes that's the, the way that that song starts so that's cool I do like that um, so yeah that that was how to make friends and influence people um, I think listening back to it now I think my my thoughts of it haven't changed to what I thought about it when it was when I listened to it all those years ago is that it's got some fantastic songs on it I think the first half of the album is better uh, than the second half of the album there's some good songs on the second part I think when you get to um, track 8 it's a bit up and down if that makes sense I think track 1 to 7 are fantastic Um, and then it's a bit it's it's like I said. There's some decent stuff on there. There's there's some really good stuff on there, and then there's some okay stuff on there. So so yeah, 
Still recommended though. It still did it did what I wanted it to do. It got me tapping my toes uh, or my feet. It got me bobbing my head, um, and yeah, it put a smile on my face. So Terravision, um, it, it's um, it's worth checking out. But um, as I said, we're I'm going to be finishing off with uh, Middleman. That's going to be the song that that you'll be hearing at the end. Um, so yeah, I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, let us know if you did. Uh, these sound check shows are fantastic. Um, well, as you've heard, they're just bringing out stories that I'd completely forgotten about until I actually started talking about this um, this album, which I never thought I was going to talk about. Um, I hope, please don't report me to the police. It was a long time ago. <laughs> um, but anyway, yes, please check us out um, at 60minuteswith.co.uk. Um, there's there's reviews going up all the time. There's some fantastic stuff on there. There are sound check shows going up all the time. Uh, yeah, it's just great content, you know. Uh, and I know it's me saying it, but it it is. It just is. Very proud of it. Um, I'm at Dastardly Jabby on Twitter. Uh, Tina's at Spanky Spangler on Twitter. Um, Dave, well, he's at 60 Minutes With. He hasn't got his own personal account, so he tweets from the 60 Minutes With account. And then um, Steve is at Solidaire 01, I believe. Um, Sorry, Steve, can't quite remember. But yeah, uh, check us out anyway. So that's it. I hope you've enjoyed it. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you soon. We'll finish off with Middleman. Enjoy. (laughs) Bye-bye. 